Welcome to the Israel Daily News Podcast. I'm your host, Shanna Fold, and I'm here to get you caught up quickly. I've got some top news stories for you today from Israel. And guess what? You're listening, so you're already on top of your game. Survive and thrive, people. Knowledge is the best weapon. Today is Monday, November 22nd, 2021 in the Gregorian calendar and the 18th of Kislev 5782 in the Hebrew calendar. I am currently broadcasting to you from Madrid, Spain. I came over here to visit a friend. I'm working. I had a great time. I had a cultural experience. And if you hear things rattling and rustling in the background, that is because she is wrapping and putting together my bag so that I can head out of here. And I am not very good at that task. So she has taken over and is folding and rolling my clothes. So don't mind any noises that you might hear. We have a plane to catch. But first, let's get to the news. Terrible news to report from over the weekend. A 26-year-old tour guide was shot and killed in the old city of Jerusalem. And four others were injured during the shootout, one of which is a yeshiva student who is in serious condition. Ellie Kay was a new immigrant from South Africa and was walking to work when he was killed by a man from East Jerusalem who Hamas says is one of their members. According to the officers, the gunman moved through alleyways, shooting off the weapon toward a group of Jewish men for around 35 seconds when he shot Kay, two civilians, one of which was a 46-year-old rabbi who is alive, He was coming back from prayers and two police officers who ran to assist when they heard the gunfire. They stopped the shooter by killing him with their own bullets. Apparently, Israeli security forces knew about the man as he was a Jerusalem municipality employee who taught Islam at public schools. Israeli authorities confirmed that they had known about his affiliation prior to this incident. According to the public security minister, Omer Barlev, the attack was planned as the attacker's wife and children left the country three days ago. The man used an M-12 submachine gun. Israeli officers raided the dead man's home in East Jerusalem and arrested some of his family members. Following the attack, clashes broke out between Palestinians and Israeli forces, and on social media you can see rioters throwing rocks and Molotov cocktails. During the clashes, a 30-year-old man suffered light burns after being hit by one of the explosive bottles that were being thrown. We will keep you updated on this developing story. Turkey and Israel had discussions for the first time in a long time, and the latest conversation between diplomats ended with Israel getting two of its citizens back. A man and wife were detained in Turkey after prosecutors told the court that the couple photographed the presidential palace, security checkpoints, and cameras. Turkish officers allege that the couple took the photos because they are Israeli spies. Morty and Natalie Oknin work as bus drivers in Israel, and they say that they were only taking pictures to send to relatives, not knowing that what they were doing was illegal. The two were detained on November 9th and arrested on espionage charges. Israel's prime minister's office says that the communication between Turkey and Israel was efficient and discreet in a time of crisis. On Friday, Israel Defense Force soldiers seized millions of shekels worth of cocaine and marijuana as smugglers tried to sneak it into Israel from Egypt. 
The IDF soldiers on guard at the Paran Regional Brigade arrested a number of suspects attempting to smuggle around 120 kilos of illicit drugs into the Holy Land. The soldiers carried out a suspicious arrest procedure yelling, stop and identify yourself before shooting their guns into the air as a warning. A commander of the Ram Battalion says that they suspected the smuggling attempt after noticing suspicious characters hanging out around the border. This is the second time that the IDF has busted up a drug smuggle from Egypt into Israel in the past two weeks. Transportation Minister Marav Mikhaeli announces the government is allocating around 155 million shekels toward Israel's plan to combat violence against women. Mikhaeli also added that she spoke with Justice Minister Gideon Sa'ar and has agreed to advance additional legislation that would recognize economic abuse. This controversial topic in the past has been a significant roadblock to moving this bill forward. A poll by the Israeli nonprofit Women's Spirit shows that in 2020, 70% of 400 women affected by domestic violence were in debt. This is the result of financial abuse, as it is called. Michaeli says we will take steps to prevent it because it's time that this was legislated. It is not a matter of opinion. It is not something that happens accidentally. It is simply violence and is prohibited even if it is carried out through economic means. The plan to combat violence against women was approved in 2017, but never fully implemented as consecutive Israeli elections ended in deadlocks, a budget was never approved, and the money was never doled out to the organizations that needed it. If you are getting caught up on your Israel Daily News, we would like you to consider sending over a monthly contribution at anchor.fm slash Israel Daily News slash support. The financial support that we get from subscribers helps us maintain our show and helps us continue to grow and reach new audiences. Subscribers will get a handwritten thank you note and a little poem that I come up with myself to let you know how thrilled we are to have your support. Thank you for your interest in being up to date on Israeli affairs, Israeli politics, or world politics. We have one central link in the show notes, which you can click on, and that'll take you to the page where you too can make a contribution and feel good knowing that you're supporting independent journalism. So just click the three little dots in the podcasting platform that you're listening to, and it'll open up the notes from our show, and there's a link there that you can click on. Check us out. You can also support us by leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts, number two. You can share the show with a friend, and number three, you can follow us on social media at israeldaily.news as well as Shanafold. That's S-H-A-N-N-A-F-U-L-D. That's my personal Instagram. My name has two N's in it, and I'm very sensitive about that. The American metal band Avenged Sevenfold is returning to Israel to play a show at Rishon Lutzion's Live Park on June 26, 2022. During the band's last visit, vocalist M. Shadows said, This was one of the best crowds we've ever played for. We will have to come back. Well, I guess that they meant it. Avenged Sevenfold performed in Israel for the first time as a result of years of online campaigning from the band's hardcore fans on Facebook in Israel. The Israeli show is part of the band's short European tour, which includes France, Italy, and Portugal. Tickets to next year's show went on sale today, and if their first sold-out show from 2018 is any indicator, people best get their tickets as soon as possible. All right, well, that is it for today's show. 
Today is Monday, November 22nd, 2021. Tel Aviv has a low of 14 degrees Celsius and a high of 22 degrees. That's 57 degrees Fahrenheit for the low, going up to 71 degrees for the high. Subscribe to the Israel Daily News podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you're hearing it from. We are everywhere. Don't forget to sign up to our Israel Weekly News Wrap. That's a newsletter with the top five stories coming out of Israel from throughout the week. This week, I wrote all about my experience in Spain before getting to the news, of course. Just a couple paragraphs there. Thank you to Alex Schloss for some of today's stories. Thank you to Michelle Milner for her social media work. I'll send you off today with a song called Flying High by Erica Kral. Enjoy her music and have a great and productive day and an excellent week.
Hey.